0: Hey, thanks for checking out the Airborne Youth Podcast. This week you'll be hearing a teaching from Dylan Krause. If you remember, we have finally ended the sex talk, right? Finally, after like, what, seven weeks or eight weeks or something like that, we've been talking about marriage, dating, relationships, and it was awesome. So if you haven't been here or don't know what we're talking about, Guess what? There's podcasts, and you can always refer back to that. But basically, we just did a whole theme about all that kind of good stuff, and it was awesome. And we're not going to stop there. We're going to keep going back to it and just kind of refreshing our uh, pursuit of purity and all that kind of stuff. But for now, we're shifting gears, and we're going to talk about the good life. It's up on the screen. It's on all the chalkboards. The good life. The good life, free food. Yes, that is pretty good. I like free food. I always will like free food. But the good life, we're going to talk about honor and the spirit of honor and why does that represent the good life. So that's what we're going to talk about. And for some reason, um, you know, honor, it's like this thing that takes you back to like knights at the round table, right, or something like that. And you think of like honor and you see like a guy in chain mail, you know, and you're like, wow, that's what that 's not really where I live on a regular basis i don 't even own chainmail. The only time i 've ever worn chainmail was at Ruby Tuesdays when I was a cook, and I would like cut the things and they would make you wear the chain mail glove in case you cut your fingers off then they couldn 't be held responsible you know so you 're just like hitting yourself in the hand with this knife, and you 're like, "This is awesome why doesn 't everybody own this stuff? This would be amazing, like especially if you grew up with brothers like I did and you 're like getting chased with BB guns all the time, you 'd be like, "Bring it on i don 't care, you know whatever." And so, I don't know, but for, for whatever reason, like, I just go there when I think about honor. I think about, like, all of that kind of old medieval zone or something like that. Or just, like, you know, Band of Brothers or something. Like, some epic uh, military movie when people are in battle. And maybe that's just me because I'm a dude and, like, I don't know, I have some kind of superhero complex or something like that. But, like, I just, like, ah, honor, yeah, let's, like, die for something, you know? Like, let's just do it. I'm pretty sure... I I don't know, I'm glad I met Jesus before like some crazy cult leader talked me into doing something crazy, you know, because I'm just kind of that person, like, yes, let's do it all, let's give it all, let's go for it, you know, whatever. But anyway, Jesus got me first. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I give it all to you, Jesus. (laughs) Um, So honor, what is honor? What is it? Anybody have an idea? Tommy's here. What's up? What is honor? Not like Medal of Honor the video game, if that's even still a thing. Like that was still cool when, when PS two was out. That's the the newest game system I have. Exactly. What's that? <laughs> honor. PS1 is over there. Heck yes, represent nineties. I love you. Honor, Hunter. Respect. 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 Eliana. When you do the right thing, it's good. Those are good. Respect, when you do the right thing, those are all true. Um, there's a guy upstairs who's, who's speaking tonight. He's my chiropractor, and I was in his office this morning, and we were talking about how we were both speaking tonight. And he said, he said, my wife's definition of honor is super simple. And she says, this is what Tom Becker's wife, Jackie, she says, honor is when you treat someone or you see someone as like they're better than yourself pretty simple you just look at your neighbor and you go like wow look at you you're great go ahead you can tell somebody well would you look at that would you look at you you are fantastic check this out that sounds scary right because you're like that could get crazy and you could just be like treated like a doormat all right oh you told everybody that's in you told everybody that that was like three words there's not that many people around you so just listen for a second You're listening. You're listening. I love you. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3. It says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. So it's actually biblical too. Man, what does this mean? This is crazy. You're supposed to be valuing others as better than yourself. Whoa. Dang, what does that look like? Um. Well, good thing is that, like, God didn't just, like, write a book and send it to us, like, miraculously. I think that's actually a religion. Somebody believes that. I'm not sure who does. But anyway, like, no, he sent his son, right? Like, he didn't just send, like, these commandments, like, hey, here, here comes the stork carrying the Bible and, like, just drops it off. Like, that's not how we got the Bible. Do you know that? Yes, that's true. No, Jesus came, right? We know that. He was a real person. He actually came and lived his life and that the things that we kind of like walk in or Christianity, the things that it's based on are largely um, relative to the things that he did and said. So it was a real person who was the son of God and so much so that when he talked to his disciples and talked to the people that saw him, he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. Who is he referring to? God, like God, like the creator of everything. God, right? God, like who the guy who's like, you come in to my gates, right? Like, that's a kind of an important dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's kind of got a big role in the whole universal idea of life, okay? Like, yes, we're talking about the big G, the OG, the original G, right? Yes, Jesus came, and he walked on this earth, and this is what it says about Jesus in Mark chapter 10, verse 45. It says, Even the Son of Man, that's Jesus, did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many people. If you're one of those people, lift your hand. It's everybody. Seriously, Jesus came and he died in your place. Not just for you, he died in your place. You should be dead. You should be dead. You deserved, you deserved the lashes. He didn't deserve them. You deserved, I deserved. I'll say, I'll just speak for myself, okay? Because I don't want to like put this on you maybe. But yeah, I deserved to be in the line of people who needed to get the nails through his hands and the crown of thorns on his head and the 39 lashes. Have you seen like shows or movies when they do that to people? That's got to be just like the worst pain ever. Like you just had skin on your back and now it's gone like seriously but that is what we deserved and he came in our place and died and suffered all that crazy stuff in our place he didn't come to be served what that was god's son right this is something that he honor looking at other people as they, they as like they were better than himself this is something that jesus the son of god he exemplified this is something he lived out he didn't come here trying to say like high and mighty hey here come here serve me blah blah, blah 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 that happened like one time and it was spontaneous because of everybody else's decision right palm sunday like the one time that jesus was celebrated probably it, like a one one millionth fraction of what he's worthy of where everybody just starts like throwing whatever they have down on the road like just whatever you know all the palms and he's riding in on some donkey and all that kind of stuff. You remember that story? So anyway, this is something that he has kind of lived out in a way that it's like this example for us to live by. Okay. So this is honor to look at everybody else's life and go like, they're actually, this person is worth, is, it's not worth more than me because we are worth the same in his eyes, but it's like, I'm going to serve them like they're more important than me. And I'm going to give of myself so that they can feel the love and respect that God laid his life down, like God did when he laid his life down for me. Okay, so if that's honor, why do I want it? Right? Like, that's a good question. Like, okay, so you're telling me that I'm going to potentially suffer and die, and you're wanting me to want this right now? I'm not so sure about this whole deal. Like... Sounds great. Like maybe for you, you cultish freak who's like ready to just die for anything. Like, okay, that's fine. But just keep that excitement over there. I don't want anything to do with that, you know? I get that, okay? But check this out. So there's got to be a reason behind it. There's got to be something good about it if it's something that God did and it's something that God commands us to do, right? Like we just read that verse in Philippians. Why do I want it? Well, very simply, you guys are, might cringe at this. Just get like flexible with me right now. It's It starts out good, but it's going to hit you. It's like this boomerang that comes back around and whaps you upside the head. It's the first commandment with a promise. Are you ready for this? That you would honor your mother and father. Oh, snap. Oh, but here comes the promise. That that you would have a long life and it would go well with you. Mmm. Now, do you want that? I want that. That's that good life stuff that we're talking about. Honor your mother and father. This is also like, you know, authority, figures, and all that kind of stuff, that you would look at them better than yourself, but also that you would like, listen, respect, do the right thing. All these other definitions of honor that we heard also, so that we could have a long life and that it would go well with us. That's a good reason to want to honor, like God is on your side, okay? Are you getting that? Like, that's how, y- that's why your life will go better is because God will be on your side. That's really good. I mean, he's for us and not against us. All that stuff is true. But, like, when you walk in his ways, favor just kind of, like, just keeps landing in your life. Um, here's some stories about that. Just starting in the Bible. First First Samuel, chapter 25, there was a guy named David. Have you ever heard of a guy named King David? Yeah? Cool. If you never read the Bible, that's totally fine. I'm telling you the truth. It's in chapter 25. You can look it up. You can just pick up the Bible and look it up. So he was a king. wasn't king at this point, I don't think, but he was a a warrior before he was a king. And uh, he was out in a field, and there was a rich man in his area named Nabal, okay? And Nabal was a doofus, basically. But he was a rich doofus, so he got along pretty well in life. And he had all of this stuff. He So, like, back then, it was like you were rich if you had, like, 2,000 sheep. You know, like, that was like, whoa, dude, you see that guy's sheep? Oh, my gosh. He's, like, rolling on 2,000 sheep over there. He's got deuce, 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 deuce sheep, man. And it's like, Nabal was rich, but he was a doofus. And so... David, when he saw all of his shepherds, because you need a lot of shepherds to manage that many sheep, out in the fields, and he's a warrior with his 400 soldiers, and they see him out there with the sheep, they protected them. Like, how many of you know that the shepherd is not going to stand up very well against 400 dudes with swords? Like, if the 400 dudes with swords want a sheep for dinner, they could easily just go, Hey, give me your sheep. No. (coughs) Now I'm going to take your sheep. You know like that's how easy it would be but because David was a man of honor he did not do that he protected these shepherds and then when it was finally time for a feast David sent some of his men to Nabal the man who owned all the sheep that they were protecting and he said hey look we've been protecting all your sheep we it's it's a day of a feast we would like to eat we don't have any food how about you got how about you have favor on us and give us some sheep Nabal being the doofus that he is Oh, heck no, man. I don't even know you. Why would I give you my sheep? So David's soldiers came back to him. He said, this is what Nabal said. David said, saddle up, boys. Time to go get us some sheep. He wasn't going to ask, if you know what I mean. He had 400 dudes with swords. He's not about to go asking. When he had already done all this work for him, he was going to throw down with this guy. And he was going to take as many sheep as he wanted. Luckily for Nabal and all of the people, because David just said, far be it from me unless every male doesn't die before the end of this night. So that's a pretty extreme promise. (coughs) His wife, Abigail, if your name's Abigail, this is a good story for you because she was super wise and, and gracious and wonderful. She heard of this and she was like, oh, gosh, not again. You know, like. What an idiot, you know. So she runs and tells all of her servants, get as much food together as you can, basically. Runs out to the field to cut David off on his way to kill everyone in her household, every male in her household. Falls on her face in front of him and says, let this sin be upon me. What a woman. Yo, like... That's a wife right there, man. Like, you just did something stupid, like, really stupid. Now you're about to die for it, and she's throwing herself down in front of the guy who's coming to kill you, saying, just just make it on me. Put it on my tab, you know? And you're like, David's like, who are you? That's amazing. And you brought food? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where do you find women like that? Like, he was, like, freaking out. I mean, he did, does end up marrying her later, but anyway... And so he appeases, like, or she, sorry, she, like, appeases David's anger, and she says, wow, your husband is a lucky dude, because he was about to die. He was about to die. Well, ten days later, guess what? He did. But it wasn't because David killed him. It was because it literally says the Lord struck him down. Honor is a pretty serious deal for God, guys. And this is Old Testament, and some crazy things happen in the Old Testament, like literally earth opening up and swallowing people whole for dishonoring God. Thank you, Jesus, again, because I deserve that too. Yep, thank you, Jesus, for your blood again, because I deserve that for sure. But this is, like, this is just like kind of wetting your appetite for the way that God sees and treats honor. Okay, another story. Noah. You guys know Noah, right? What did he do? He built the ark. He sustained he, like life pretty much, right? Like because he obey, was obedient to God's word. That's honor. He was obedient to the word of God. He said, "It's about to rain." Like, do you guys know that it never rained before? Isn't that crazy? Like God tells God tells you to build a boat. Yeah, I don't know whatever you I'm sure you're right. God says, build a boat, it's going to rain. And you're like, what's a boat? What's rain? Like, maybe he knew what a boat was at least, but what's rain? And you're just, like, going to honor God's word enough to say, I know you're God, and you're a lot smarter than me, so I'll start building a boat. But do You know, like, bring it on. Let's do it. Well, even Noah, like, in all his great obedience had some issues, right? And one night he got a little wasted, drinking a little bit too much wine. He was nipping on that bottle a little too long, and he got drunk and he fell asleep but when he fell asleep he didn't have no more clothes on <laughs> he got that drunk apparently that he was naked okay so while he was naked in the in the bible tells this story in genesis chapter 9 it says one of his sons looked in and ridiculed him and said oh, what a foolish old man this is his son saying this he got so wasted, he doesn't even know where his clothes are. I mean, it's probably just like a big sheet, you know, like based on what I know about Old Testament stuff. Anyway, he's just like, his sheet is gone. <laughs> but two other of his sons were like, oh, no, that's dad. Like, we can't see him like this. So they grabbed, a, they grabbed like a blanket, they turned their backs around, and they backed into this, his room or whatever wherever he was, and they covered him up, and they walked away like it never happened. Larry Randolph is this awesome uh, prophet guy, and he he says this about honor. He says that honor covers the weakness of others. Honor covers the weakness of others. This is what these two did. When Noah woke up, he commanded a blessing over his sons that covered him, but he actually cursed the son that ridiculed him. It wasn't even because he was right. It was just because they were dishonoring. He he knew he was wrong to be drunk. It wasn't about that. It was about how they responded to the issue. And one responded in dishonor and was, and was cursed. And one respond and two responded in honor, and they were blessed. Okay, we've seen this um, in modern day life as well. Um, you guys maybe don't know this, but like before there was Life Center, like here Life Center, there was. Word Fellowship at a casket factory down the street, like right down on Paxton Street across from, like, a uh, rough area where people would steal things and break things and do lots of bad things to the cars when they were in the parking lot and all that kind of stuff. Well, for years and years and years, Charles and Brian and John and all them, they did whatever it took, including, like, putting snow blowers on the roof to t- plow the snow off so that the roof wouldn't cave in because the building was that sketchy. And you think it's bad here because we've got water leaks dripping down in the lobby you haven't you don't even know man they were running gutters through the inside of the ceiling, like trafficking water out to the outside and uh doing all kinds of stuff that I don't even know about because I wasn't there but <coughs> one night when they came here to pray for this property, they're upstairs and they they get the they get this place right like Mega millions of dollars worth of property. God gives them the craziest supernatural deal ever. And like the people that we put a bid in on this place for, they just laughed basically and said, You're you're joking, right? Because it was like literally 20% of the asking price. Like, that's not how you do it. Like, somebody's asking, you know, like just throw numbers out there for fun, like easy numbers, 100 million. You don't offer them 20 million. Like, that doesn't usually work out, but that's what we did, and that's what worked out because God is God, and that's just the way it is. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, actually. That's why I, I used 100 because, you know, it's easy to do percentages with 100. But they're out there <coughs> in the vestibule, and I don't know if it was Ann or John or who, but they said, this is because you've got this place because of how, off, how many chairs you moved at the old building. How many like acts of just insane whatever. Laying your life down. Like that first thing. Like seeing these other people as better than ourselves. Like we'll do whatever. We'll lift a snow blower up on top of the roof. I'll move f- 500 chairs every Tuesday and every Thursday if I have to. I'll do whatever it takes so that people can encounter God and see his love. And then God like pff, pours out blessing. Guys, God does not. He does not overlook the honor that you give in your life, okay? He doesn't not see it, okay? He's not missing it, all right? He is so in, like, in your life and involved in your life, he's not going to miss a thing. When we were, how many of you guys were on the Australia trip? Raise your hand. Yeah, we'll go back. It's all good. Um, I, yeah, I am going back, but there will be people who will come visit. I, I'm sure of it. I started telling, uh, telling Ann, Charles' wife, Ann, our, our senior pastors, um, the story of all the things that this guy Nick, who uh, prepped our trip for us over there, was doing. All the ways that he was, like, scheduling things, the way he was, like, buying us stuff, all this crazy stuff that he was doing to set up our trip to be the best trip ever. And she said, God's going to come. He's going to totally pour out. And she said that over her years, she's been doing ministry for, like, 30-something years or, or more probably more she said every time she goes somewhere to speak she can tell how much of god is going to be released just based on the welcome basket that she receives when she first comes in the door how crazy is that that it's not it's not like somebody's like giving her like you know gold bars from fort knox in a little basket or something like that you know but like just the way that the the care and the like I don't know, the, the, just the care that, the, that someone puts into honoring someone who's coming to give them something. Like she said, I can tell right away if, if I get a basket that's, like, filled with all of my favorite things or something that they d- went way beyond to, like, go out and just do something special for me, I know that God's going to move. And that's not like her saying, li- like, you know, give me what I want and I'm super important and I, wa- I need to have it this way because you get people like that all the time. You know, you hear these stories about on MTV of, like, my dog needs Perrier water right now or whatever, you know. But she's just saying, no, This when the spirit of honor is in a, a body or a part of a community, God moves freely in that place. Okay? And that's the kind of people that we want to be. And that's the kind of people that this, that's the kind of culture that we are a part of here in Life Center and as Airborne. Okay, so last two points really fast. How do I get it? How do I get honor? Really, really, really awesome thing to note. That is good. Honor and glory come from the same word in Greek. Honor and glory come from the same word. It's so, that's kind of unique, but this is why. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. You were created in the image of God. You were created in the image and likeness of God, the glorious God, the glorious one. He has actually put his, like, DNA, so to speak, into each and every single one of you. Do you get me? This is like the stuff that Josh talks about. Like, he breathed life into man, and the first thing that you experienced when you opened your eyes, Adam Adam experienced when he opened his eyes, was the face of God right here going, it's good. That's the way that God thinks about you. That's the way that he thinks about you. And that's the the kind of thing, that revelation for yourself and seeing that in other people is what will let you value others as better than yourself. When you start to see the God in everybody around you. You start to see the God in each person around you. Go ahead and look at somebody. Say, I see God in you. Uh-huh. 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 Come on. So look, how many of you guys were are on honor roll? Honor roll students in here. Distinguished honor roll, whatever. So good. Good job, Chandler. Good job. Good job. Way to go, Eliana. Awesome. Yes. Honor roll, right? Like, good job. You guys rock. C-Stick get degrees, that's also a good job-ish, I guess. Listen, you had to work for that, right? Like, that was, I was, I don't know why I was like that, but I was, well, you don't, but you will eventually. I had to work for it, right? Like, I had to do all my homework. It took me time. Like, I'd get home from work in high school at 11, and I'd have, like, you know, two or three hours of homework to do still, and I would do it because I really wanted to be on that honor roll. But it took a lot of work. To be a part of this honor, you realize that it's already been done, right? Isn't that good news? The fact that Jesus already came died and rose again to give you the life that he deserves. So that we all walk in honor. That every single person in this room has honor from God because of who Jesus is and what he did to get you back. Realize that? That he redeemed you. He didn't leave us in darkness. He didn't leave us stuck in our sin. He came and died in our place so that we could have a life that he deserved instead. You guys are walking not only in honor but in glory. You guys are carriers of this, this honor, this glory that God has given to us. And um, I just have one clip, if you have it there. Do you have a clip to show, to say what are we going to do about it? Turn it up I want you to start being a member of this team the team you have now you have a gift Jake you're the best swimmer to come through this program hands down by far you got a whole record board to prove it do you know what I see when I look at it I see someone fast enough who's going to get there first I see someone strong enough who's gonna last I see someone. Save a life that maybe nobody else could. You really want to honor the initials on your arm? Then honor your gift. Come on. So good. So good. So look, guys, check this out. If you really want to honor God, if you really want to give something back, if you really want to do something with this life that Jesus has purchased for us, it says that we've been bought at a price, right? If you want to do something about it, if you want to honor him back, honor your gift. Honor the things that he's given you. Honor the talents that he's given you. Honor the life that you have. Honor the parents that you've been given. Honor, honor everything. Honor everywhere honor all the time. In Romans chapter 12 in the ESV, you can look this up. It's gnarly. I don't have it on me, but I think it's verse 9. It says, try to outdo each other in honor. Like, make it a game. Like, crazy. Like, we literally did this with the guys in Australia. Like, we were trying to fight over who was going to pay for what. We're like, no, 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 we're going to pay for it. No, 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 You are paying for it. It was like a battle, you know, and it was like, they sent us a box of candy. We were like, we're going to send them twice as much candy, It was like just, it's so much fun, and there's so much life in it. If we're going to honor God, we're going to honor our gift. We're going to give this honor freely. It says this in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. Walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. Okay, can you stand up for me? Yeah, what's up? Cool. Hmm. Walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. If you want to honor God, honor your gift. God, I'm just going to pray. You can open up your hands, and I'm praying that Holy Spirit would come right now. Whoa. I'm praying that Holy Spirit, yeah, He came, would come right now. And, um,. Reveal to us, like, guys, there's a specific calling that we have, like I said, to honor people, where it's just like, just loving, loving them, and just treating them like they're better than us, right? It's like tr- covering somebody's weakness, okay? Those are really practical and simple and general things that everybody can do. Thanks, Emma, you're awesome. Those are simple, practical things that you can do all the time, all, always, that you don't have to, like, go like, well, I don't know, did God call me to do this? Yes, God called you to do it, Okay? But then there's really specific things. There's really specific gifts that only you have. Okay, there's really specific ways that only God speaks to you. There's really really specific callings and destinies that only you have. And for such a time as this, for this season, for this generation, to know God, we need you to walk worthy of the calling with which he called you. I need you to honor the gift that he gave you. Okay, we're just laying the foundation here for this whole month, but guys, this is this is kind of where we're going with this whole thing is that we would we would know without a shadow of a doubt that we've been given this honor. We've been given an honor by by receiving the life that Jesus died for us to have. So now, what am I going to do with it? God, I pray you'd come right now and reveal specific things. God, I thank you that you're coming. Um, even in just like pulling people up right now from a place of like depression, from a place of feeling like they're all alone, from a place of feeling like they don't have anything to give. I just see like um, him lifting you up right now. If that's you, I just I just feel like God is coming to lift you to a higher perspective that you could see the truth that you have received glory and honor because you are a child of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Come right now. Speak to our hearts. Guys, pray. Pray even in your own heart to God. Show me. Show me specifically how I can walk out my calling. Show me specifically how I can run the race that you've set before me. Show me specifically, call out the gifts that you have given me so that I can walk them out, God. Give me the grace to treat others even better than myself. Sidi Come, Holy Spirit. Come on, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. It's the. It's so powerful, guys, to hear directly from heaven, to hear directly from your Father and be um, totally, like, approved of in that, like, that you hear him say, like, you are this and this. You have this and this. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hmm. So good. Cool. Well, hey, if you heard something you want to share with somebody, grab a friend and Journal about it. Do something. Don't let it just slide off like it was no big deal. God's really speaking to you, okay? And, uh, yeah, go out from here tonight. You can, you can practice this, right? You don't have to be perfect right away, but you can practice. Start with your parents. Oof. You can start with your parents. You can start with your brothers or your sisters. You can start with your friends. You know, it's, it's, really, it's really lame, like, part of our culture that we, like, we tend to make fun of the most of our own friends. I think that's so dumb. Cover their weakness. How about you try that? How about you start a new trend? Cover your friend's weaknesses. Treat them like they're better than yourself. Show them them the love that God has given you so that they would know it for themselves too. All right? You guys are awesome. This podcast was recorded live at our Wednesday night youth meeting. To find out more, check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching Airborne Youth.